Adam and Eve is not giving you 10% off and not 20% off or even 40%. Your discount is even bigger. AdamandEve.com is giving you a whopping 50% off. But why stop there? In addition to 50% off, you also get 10 free gifts. That includes a racy item for him, a sensuous toy for her, and something we know you'll both enjoy. And six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, and even blow you away. And best of all... Free shipping. Always delivered in discreet packaging. So rethink your bedroom routine. Go to adamandeve.com and enter the station's exclusive code at checkout. Miller. And get, you know the discount, 50% off almost any item and 10 tantalizing free gifts. That's Miller. Again, Miller. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Okay, almost time for happy hour. Thank God I don't have to feed you, caveman, for happy hour. Yeah, I eat you out of house and home. Yeah, right? Thank God I have, uh, what do I have? I have mahi-mahi and wild salmon from Omaha Steaks in my freezer to save me because I fed Caveman when he was here for... Feed me, Seymour. Yeah, Caveman non-lawyer here. I fed him. (laughs) Now I am SOL, but not because OmahaSteaks.com. I I got the most amazing shrimp, Chilean sea bass, wild Alaskan salmon, that Mm mahi-mahi. If you are like Caveman, a meat eater... The Grand Summer Grill-Out Package right now lets you stay home, eat like you're at the best steakhouse in town. And right now, that package, they chuck in four of the best burgers in the world, four gourmet jumbo franks. Yum. Bam. And it's all vacuum-sealed, flash-frozen, delivered right to your door. In a cooler and dry ice, it is amazing. I'm telling you, something for everybody, right? bacon wrap, filet mignon, pork chops, chicken, kielbasa, all delivered right to your door. Do it! The Grand Summer Grill-Out Package. Get it with happy hour. Get it. Type Stephanie in that search bar. This week only, you'll get those four extra burgers and gourmet jumbo franks. Complete your steakhouse experience, omahasteaks.com. The code is Stephanie in the search bar. Let's start this up. Yeah! Yeah! Oh, God, I'm ready for an angry agenda of manicide. <laughs> Kimberly Johnson is yeah. here. Hello. I mean, I mean, we know you as Bob Seska's uh, refrigerator sex partner, but you are so much more. Yes, so much I more. You are, I'm I, an angry feminist. You are, first of all, you're hot. But secondly, oh. you are a brilliant uh, writer, author, blogger, podcaster yourself. Yes. I mean, oh, well, thank you. Yes. Let's not be overshadowed by uh, the stupendous <laughs> Bob Seska. Bob Seska. No, and thank you for having me on. This is so cool. I'm so excited. I, no, I've been a huge fan. And I, I, I was saying, first of all, you can't be that angry because you're fucking Bob Seska, who is the <laughs> oh hottest, God. best Stephanie. man I in know, the world. <laughs> I met you both for, in person for the first time at San Francisco Sexy Liberal. Yes. And they... Are like super sexy, hot, like Tall. genetically engineered super soldiers. You look oh, like. I... Okay, how old? How tall are you? How tall is Bob? 
I'm well. I'm six feet, but I'm sure I was wearing heels, and he's six four. So wow. I was probably like six three when I met you. Right, you you are in- intimidating and, and sexually and sexually confusing because that's what I hear. <laughs> Just but, a little. Anyway, you are, but you both are incredibly funny, smart, yep. uh, uh, unbelievably sexy. Uh, but ta- <laughs> I don't even know where to start. This week was the perfect week. Okay, because we saved the uncensored AOC for you. Oh, awesome. For your angry vagenda of man aside mm-hmm. because of Ted Yoho's <laughs> asshole comments yeah. to oh my AO- God, AOC. Here, here she is on the, on the, uh, Congress, uh, on the floor of uh, Congress this week. I walked back out and there were reporters in the front of the Capitol. And in front of reporters, Representative Yoho called me, and I quote, a fucking bitch. Mm. These are the words that Representative Yoho levied against a congresswoman, the congresswoman that not only represents New York's 14th congressional district, but every congresswoman and every woman in this country, because all of us have had to deal with this in some form, some way, some shape, at some point in our lives. Not you, right, Kimberly? That's not where the angry vagenda of manicide came from. (laughs) No, it's never happened to me. (laughs) Where is it? Where does your feminism come from? Because when you hear that, you're like, yes, this is what I write and talk Mm -hmm. about and write. Well, you know, I mean, I've always been a feminist, but it's not like I walked into rooms and announced it to everybody, you know. But then in 2012, when Limbaugh was calling Sandra Flick a slut for not, you know, she was trying to get birth control into her religious school or religious college. uh, You know, I, I was like, what the fuck is this all about? And so I started writing about that. And it just, it was a fluke because I was pushing, at the time I was pushing my book, The Virgin Diaries, and I was not political and I wasn't running around calling myself a feminist, but you know, Rush Limbaugh, I, I wrote, I wrote an open letter to him from a liberal slut and I guess the rest is history, but, um, that just made, you know, it was one thing led to another, led to me, um, advocating for the equal rights amendment. I got to meet Alyssa Milano. I got to tell her about it and thank God because she, helped get it passed you know in virginia so um it started there it started with rush limbaugh yeah you and you but made I a hope. funny you made a funny without even you said this was all fluke get it because it was about oh, really? fluke. Yeah. Yeah. See what you did? that was funny and you didn't even know you didn't even know okay um, but yeah she needed pills for endometriosis yeah. and that's exactly. when yes and you're right they were slut, he was slut shaming an entire nation of women and yes. Kimberly, i mean this is a perfect week to have you on because not just starting with the women's march after you know president right. grab a pussy but right through the <laughs> how you know this blue beautiful female wave in 2018 that brought in the aocs of the world yeah. I, now he's gassed fucking tear gassing mothers in portland right. and if you thought women were pissed before right no, yeah, we all no, have yeah. an angry agenda now don't we yes yes we do i mean even some of those moms that voted for him uh, in 2016, they're starting to see the light, thankfully. I mean, I don't think he's going to get rid of all of his base, but a lot of them are peeling off because they're starting to see, wait a minute. And they keep calling it uh, Joe Biden's America while they're showing pictures of, you know, of these federal soldiers throwing tear gas at people. Right. But um, hello, <laughs> we're in Trump's America. Right. I don't think so. Right. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, I don't. I, I had lost another thought just then. But yeah, you actually tweeted about this. You said like Hitler. By the way, you had me at like Hitler. Whenever yeah. you start a sentence with like Hitler, <laughs> you said Trump is sending his own Gestapo to damage U.S. cities, fires, graffiti, violence, etc., so he can blame it on the peaceful protesters. This is yeah. his Reichstag fire ongoing. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you said so we right. have to find a different way to protest because Trump is setting Americans up. It's a trap. Pass it on. And yeah, I, you were the only one on Twitter that I saw that said that, Kimberly. Oh, well, you know, I'm going to give some of the credit to Ali Belshi because Ali, Bel- I mean, uh, there was a video accompanying my tweet which talked about Hitler, but Ali Belshi was talking about the fact that Nixon did something very similar when he was trying to get reelected, sending the cops out. And, you know, some of those cops were beating up on innocent protesters. And I might have this wrong as far as which dates, because I'm not sure if it was. I'm not sure what date this happened, but Ali Belshi was talking about basically how this happened before. So we've seen this story before. We cannot allow this fucking orange mutant to uh, basically manipulate us into believing that uh, that it's black Americans or angry liberal mobs that are doing, you know, they're the ones causing the damage and then they swoop in as if there's the solution. And so it's really fucking scary. You know, I mean, it's like, Laughing aside, this is so scary. And I used to live in Soviet Russia when I was 12. I was going to so- get to that. But first of all, can I just take a moment to say I love your potty mouth so much. <laughs> I love you smart. I love you funny. I love you. Are you, are we, how is your sexual fluidity? And what is the chance Stephanie. of a three-way with you? Is there room in your Stop refrigerator? It. Is there room in your refrigerator oh for you to fuck? <laughs> Only for you. Only for you. Okay. I'm little. I'm little. I can, I, I can fit in the crisper drawer. I can fit in the crisper. <laughs> I know. I know. You're so skinny. <laughs> I'm so jealous. You won't even know I'm there. But no, well, I, well, we, I was going to get to all about you, but you tweeted, I lived in Soviet Russia in 1981. I was 12. I saw communism. I felt it. I smelled it. I lived in it for one school year. It was like being a guest in prison with privileges. I never thought I'd see a KGB oligarch take America down, yeah. but Vlad's getting close. Why are we letting him win? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, I feel like I, I can't believe this is happening every day. I'm like... What the fuck? And, you know, when, when we found out that it was, like, for real that Russia was, inter- well, attacking our elections, the immediate thought I had was, you know, he's going to put his tentacles so far into our government, which I think is clear that's already happened. And as much as, I mean, I know he's not running everything. I know that there are more um, influences on Donald Trump than just Putin. But, you know, once Donald Trump is out... We're still going to have to deal with whatever Putin has on whoever he, I mean, just like, for instance, and I'm skipping all around, but Mayor Lightfoot on Tuesday was very adamant about not having federal troops in Chicago. And now all of a sudden, oddly, she's changed her mind. And I'm like, you know, I mean, and I know a lot of people are getting angry with her, yeah. but it's like, I'm. I don't want to be overly paranoid, but what happened? Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, such a change. It's a little, it's a little suspect to me. Well, as you know, God made the happy hour to be dirty. And that's why he also made the the clean phone pro to disinfect it (laughs) and everything else in your life. The clean phone pro is just a a, a no brainer. It's a, you gotta have, right? You got it. You don't just need it. You got to have it. It disinfect. It's the UV light they use in hospitals to disinfect masks. We do our masks in there, right? Every day. We do our phones. Every day. You got to put your phone in there. There's no point washing your hands a hundred times and then carrying around grubby objects, right? Your credit card, your keys, your uh, glasses, your sunglasses, your jewelry. Mm -hmm. Put it in there. 
and uh, it, it charges and disinfects at the same time, right? That's amazing. It, no, that's not amazing. You know what's amazing? Is what? it comes with a car plug adapter now. That's amazing See, you wasted your I amazing. I did. Uh, I should never go hyperbolic <laughs> right? so early. Because, yes, exactly. You went to warp speed too early. I did. Because when you're out, you've got to disinfect stuff right away. Time is of the essence. We know coronavirus is aerosolized. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring it with you. Disinfect everything that you take out with you. Uh, if you're do- if you're doing if you're going anywhere where there's lots of people, you got to got to have this. The Clean Phone Pro. Uh, right now, the code is Sexy Liberal at checkout. You'll get free two day shipping. You can defend yourself and your family from bacteria and virus. It's the NewDealShop.com. They have KN95 masks. They have disposables. They have sanitizer. Everything you need. TheNewDealShop.com. You get free two-day shipping by adding the code SEXYLIBERAL at TheNewDealShop.com. That is TheNewDealShop.com. By the way, where did angry agenda of manicide come from? Did Bob say that or did you say that? And then, <laughs> You know, honestly, I think there was, and I'm sure it was a like a manipulated photoshopped church sign that said agenda of manicide on it. And <laughs> I just decided to take it. <laughs> it's mine. Right, but... Okay, but is it also my imagination? It's female mayors that, right? You know, Mayor Bottoms, like Brian Kemp's trying to cock block her mask. It's, you know, female governors and female mayors. I mean, and how about him tweeting, suburban housewives, you better pay attention. Yeah. There's women tweeting, I will kick you in the fucking balls if you call me a suburban housewife. Right. And then there's the wall of moms. I mean, the wall of moms, hopefully, I really hope that these wall of moms are going to have a, like, how can Trump's troops, whoever the fuck they are, shoot at the moms? I know. How can that happen? That's Shoving them. It can't happen. I know. Um, now, oh, now I was going to say, you were just a little head for a minute. You just need to bring oh, your, I'm yes, you moved yeah. your, in, in, all, in, your, in our excitement, you moved your camp. There you are. All right. A little farther. I want to see a little tit. Okay. Oh, what? Sorry. It's okay. She oh, likes it. God. It's not manicide because I'm a woman. Oh, She's God. fucking hot. What? Okay. Here's my point. Let's, could I have some nostalgia music? Let's learn more about Kimberly A. Johnson. Makes her tick. Born in Baltimore, Maryland. This is the James Lipton part of the interview. Born and born, raised in Southern California, uh-huh. author, activist for women's right, rights. I read you in HuffPost, brilliant. Director of media and public relations for uh, uh, We Are Woman. Fantastic. Uh, Peyton's <laughs> Choice, your first uh, yes. fiction novel. Uh, yes. Pl- yes, political uh, blogger, of course. Um, and then this is when you, in the 1980-81 school year, you lived with your dad, who was a network news cameraman. That's how you went to ah. Russia. Okay. Yes. Uh, you, your most prominent role... This had to be super hot. A police officer on Days of Our Lives. <laughs> yes. I did that from 96 to 2002. Super hot. Like Angie Dickinson, but hotter <laughs> for seven years. What? Okay, working with your mom and business partner, you wrote, you yeah. co-wrote The Virgin Diaries and Ain't No Sunshine Men Revealed a Pain of Heartbreak, and then the sole yeah. author of American Woman, The Pole Dance, Women and uh, Voting. And I love yes. your podcast, Start Me Up. You talk to a lot of the same, we all are exchanging bodily fluids, me and Bob, yes. you and me, we're all, it's, we're, it's already happening. Yeah. It's yes. very incestuous, yes. <laughs> 
But you talked to a lot of our beloveds, right? You've had Frangela and Glenn Kirshner and all these amazing activists. And, yes, and yeah. Brooklyn Dead Defiant. I actually just talked with uh, Best in Show's Jim Pittick the other day. If you, He was the one who um, was one of the judges at the dog show yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, with Fred Willard. Oh, my God. It was so much fun talking to him. He's a great guest. I heard you and Bob talking about just just alone asking him, how did you keep a straight face sitting next to right. Fred Willard? Because, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, is uh, right. I don't um, know how he could do that. And you describe it just as I would. I'm willing to call BS when I see it. I don't care if it's coming from a right winger or a self-professed bleeding, bleeding heart liberal. I'm not always politically correct, and I'm a huge fan of loose talk and salty language. Good. <laughs> Sarcasm guaranteed, political correctness at a minimum. You are. It's like I created you in a laboratory just for my own. <laughs> but all right, wait. Let's uh, nostalgia music again. Uh, I, so, all right, you've had a fascinating life up until now. This has been a lot of... Uh, I mean, I, you, you really have been engineered in a lab somewhere to, to, for this kind of moment in our, our history. But because you were, I remember listening to you back and you're reading you during, because it started with Hillary, right? Like I keep saying every yeah. day, I will fucking die mad about what this country did to Hillary Clinton. Yeah. And you were talking about the Weinstein news in particular. You said misogynist on the left and right immediately pounced on Clinton when the Weinstein news broke as if it was her fault, um, as if anything she said would have changed anything. You said, um, how can I make this assertion? See the entire 2016 election. See how she was ignored when she warned voters in the world about Donald Trump, how she was ignored when she warned about Russia attacking our democracy, how she was ignored and treated if she were a criminal because she had the gall to run for president while having a vagina. Mm -hmm. And you said, I know the mob will insist any other Democratic woman would have been a better candidate, but that's what they'll say about the next Democratic woman who runs. <laughs> and it's true, right? Yes, I don't even remember writing that. Wow. Well, <laughs> but yeah, see, there you go. So much anger, so much anger in my agenda. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah. it's true. I mean, you know, they were saying that if uh, back in 2016, they were saying that if if it were Warren, it would be different. Oh, we would like yeah. Warren. And then look what happened to Warren. Yes. So wrong. I think it's just a woman. She period. and Kamala, I think, faced a lot of the same misogyny and the same bullshit yeah. that they're corporatists yeah. and establishment. And they're, the, and they're like, what? Yeah. I, and first of all, Elizabeth Warren is, I mean, if they did, you know, let, you know, they vote the whatever the most liberal. She's by far yeah. more liberal than Bernie. And, you know, right. so is Kamala in voting record. They voted like the most, I don't know, whatever organization yeah. does the most liberal senators. And I can't remember where they all, but half of them felt more liberal than Bernie, but yet they were yeah. establishment corporate whatever. Yeah. Yes. Well, she's either an establishment corporate Dem or she's a socialist. So, you know, right. she just can't win. Right. <laughs> who, do you have a, a, a hunch who, and do you have a favorite on the VP pick? Well, I do have a hunch, and it's not based on my personal preference, but I do think it's Elizabeth Warren. And, and I, really? I'm not very, yeah, I'm not very good at predictions, so don't hold me to this. But the reason I'm, I'm going with this is I saw, you know, Joy Reid interviewed Biden the other night. And yeah. so, you know, he acknowledged black people brought me to the dance. They're the ones who have had my back. We've had each other's back, blah, 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 blah. And then he uh, and then David Pluff came on. So I uh, was at. Yeah. Was that Obama's campaign manager? Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. But anyway, so he said that um, specifically, he said that's a very personal choice for Biden. And what he's going to need is somebody who can walk down the hall when any issue comes up and talk to them. And I was just thinking, hmm, 
because I think that Elizabeth Warren falls into that category of knowing how to deal with a variety of different policies and issues that may yeah. come up. And so that, that was my guess. Well, she, I uh, was I was she and Kamala in the well, I voted for Warren because Kamala dropped out so soon. But I was yeah. Kamala and Liz in the primary. So I'll be yeah. I'll pee myself either way. But uh, well, that's how I feel. I'm going to be happy no matter who it is. But. I my favorite candidate was Elizabeth Warren, so yeah. it's hard for me to. And I know that it's important uh, as far as you know, putting a black woman. We should have had a black woman president now. Like yeah. we we could have had many. So yeah. it's ridiculous. But I and I totally agree that um, you know it's time for a black woman. But I still I still like Warren. Yeah, I <laughs> I mean in terms of being ready on day one, I mean I think yes. her or Kamala. I it's you know it's interesting because we were saying. I, <laughs> We have such an embarrassment of riches in terms of women, all the women being mentioned, yeah. right? But, right. you know, it also is going to have to be who he's most comfortable with. And then you think, oh, that's maybe that's Susan Rice because he's worked right. he worked with her for yeah. so many years. I mean, I, it's hard to know. And again, I love Elizabeth Warren, but her age and her and being white, you would think, might, <laughs> might yeah. go against her. I don't know. I mean, Joy Reid was very pointed about is it going to be a black woman? Yeah. <laughs> because then I thought, like, <laughs> no. even women of color, like Governor Grisham or uh, uh, Tammy Duckworth, you like, is that not going to be? Because it was specifically black mm-hmm. women that, that helped him win the, the nomination. I don't know. So it's hard to know what the thinking is, isn't it? Yeah, but, you know, it's like you said, I don't care who it is as far because yeah. you know what I like Elizabeth Warren so much but I think no matter what she's going to be all over his administration so I think that whoever he chooses I'm going to trust him and I'm so sick and tired of everybody on social media getting their panties in a bunch about the fact that you know oh but I like this one and I like that one and they you can't say anything about any of them whether it's right. Kamala or Elizabeth you're going to get blowback and it's like, I'm just going to do the happy dance because it's going to be a woman. Yeah. And that woman is going to, as Joe Biden said months ago, she will be ready if something happens and she will be ready by 2024. And I believe that she will be the next president, whoever it is. So, you yeah, know, so, and so will you still have an angry agenda of manicide when we have a female <laughs> vice president and president? Or? Of course, because there's going to be so many misogynist men who are going to be freaking out about it. And it's going to be so much fun to mock them. Like, but you, like you know, <laughs> yeah, you said it best. You said Ted Yoho is afraid of AOC. You said men are afraid yeah. of strong women. Putin feared Hillary yeah. Clinton, not because physically stronger. He feared her because she's intelligent. And if she were POTUS, he knew she'd use her power to keep him from attacking the United States, which yeah. I can't believe Trump fucking mentioned, oh, just joked to Putin, and no reporter still asked, what about the bounties? Yeah. And what about- I don't even know. Yeah, what is up with that? How can they not be asking him about this? That's yeah. just weird to me. Yeah. No, I know. Hold that thought. You know that, that this happy hour is on video as well. Uh-huh. I, you yes. think you can escape video in quarantine, but you can't. Mm-hmm. There is literally... Nowhere to run, nowhere to hide. You got FaceTime meetings, you got Zoom meetings, right? You got social media. And with a mask on, everybody looks at your eyes. Right? You've taken pictures, right? Right? Your family can see what you're up to. Yep. And then you're like, I'm wearing a mask. But then your eyes, right crow's feet, under eye wrinkles, whatever. That whole, yeah. I cover the whole, the frown line and the crow's feet. Plexidoim. It wakes. (laughs) It's called plexiderm. We're obsessed with the yes. TV commercial people from New York. <laughs> but it works out. We got a lot of sun out here. We got a lot of squinting. Yeah, we, we do. do. Yes. Got a lot of crow's feet. Yep. We need some, ple- you all need some plexiderm. It's a little pick-me-up. Come on. It makes you feel a little better. This is a tough time we're all going through. You use a tiny, like the head of a pin. That's all you need under each eye. Uh, 
Go to triplexoderm.com. Use my code VOICES. You get half off a full-size bottle plus an additional $10 off. That is a bar and a goon. It is. It really is. Or try the fourteen ninety five trial pack. Call them if you'd like to talk to a person. I'm lonely, so I do that. 1-800-685-1292. The code is VOICES. Or go right to triplexoderm.com. The code is VOICES. That is a deal for an amazing quality product. Half off a full-size bottle plus an additional $10 off. Or if you're skittish, fourteen ninety five trial pack. Type in voices at triplexoderm.com. Did. Yeah, you said it too. I've said this too. Trump has turned America into a shithole country. I mean, yeah. we can't yeah. go anywhere. We are the, I said yesterday, we're the world's lepers. We can't. I know. Yeah. I know. Everybody keeps saying, I'm going to leave. And it's like, nobody wants you. No one wants We are the shithole now. He oh. has made us the shithole of the planet. I loved your tweet. Uh, I kind of want the word tremendous removed from the English language. I can know, we, I can we get that done? Can we get that be an amendment? I just can't I fucking can't, hear it again. No, yes. and I don't even want to, like, I edit myself. If, I, if I'm if i ever going to say tremendous, I'm like, I can't say that. I can't say that word because I just think of his face. Well, yeah, he only has like a six word vocabulary, for, so we can just remove those six words <laughs> so that we can get through our big PTSD. Yeah. Big, beautiful, and bigly. <laughs> no one's ever seen anything like it before no one's seen it before um the likes of which the world has never seen i love that you uh troll trump and you encourage other uh prominent progressives to <laughs> troll but you said mary trump's book sold more copies in its first week than in the last 40 years of art of the deal it sold more than art of the deal over the last however many years in one week and you said has anyone informed donald trump uh-oh <laughs> i mean that is you know, that- that is amazing. I don't even know if he reads his tweets. That would be, it would be nice to know if like he reads them. I mean, he must read some of them, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, and by the way, I love how you just broke it down on Twitter. You said it's no longer a difference of political opinions. You're either a moral person or you support Trump. I mean, I, yeah. I, the fact that he's not at zero polling <laughs> just makes me. I don't understand it, but you know what? I have a family member who's, uh, as we all do, oh. is a supporter. And it's so weird because i think that part of the reason she supports trump is because she has certain angers i won't get into but certain angers in her own life that she refuses to face so i think she just turns everything around on liberals and you know the gop with their fear-mongering i mean i don't know if you've seen laura ingram's tweets lately but she keeps saying things like so does oh i can't remember but like gop is like if biden is president this is going to happen and you know, they like there's not going to be any more Mount Rushmore or oh, some ridiculous yeah. scare tactic. And it's like, I think I said something like, if Biden's president, your booty's going to explode. And it's like, they just <laughs> do any, they say anything to, to freak you out. And it's just, um, I don't know. I'm I'm losing my thought. What was, I forgot. Well, what I, I think that's why it's not going to work because they're they're running <laughs> against they're running against a Joe Biden that doesn't exist. It's right. like you're there calling you the police and there's no answer. And he's not right, 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 right defunding the police but anyway i uh so wait so now did you because i as you know come from a republican family was your so you grew up in southern california was your family conservative or no no no, my my one of my relatives one is a trump supporter but the rest of us are all liberals and my mother is also like a vagenda of manicide feminist raging feminist (laughs) and she always has been and she raised me as a single mother i mean my father and her split when i was three yeah. So fortunately, my father is also a feminist, and I'm I'm lucky. I'm really lucky that way. But yeah, yeah my mom is the woman who, you know, you asked me about that in the beginning. And yes, Rush Limbaugh is when I became a 
you know, public vocal feminist, but my mom was the person who took care of everything. You know, when we had, uh, whether it was fixing plumbing or whatever, she, she was there doing it all herself. So yeah. I watched her. And so it's like, I mean, I didn't, like I said, I didn't walk into a room and go, I'm a feminist. Right. <laughs> but right. I've always been one. You know? All right. Uh, allow me to uh, dig through your pre-Bob uh, love life and <laughs> oh, pers- personal life. Uh-oh. Have I've you, wait, uh, no kids, obviously. Have you ever been married no. or what was your, no. what was your path to Bob? Tell us about well, how long have you been with Bob Seska? Well, we've been together for five years. Oh. Uh, and I, the last boyfriend, like, committed relationship that I was in before Bob was when I was 18. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah, and so I was, I dated, but I wasn't, like, there, yeah. was, there was nobody that, like, one guy that I really fell for lived in another country. And he was going over there for a couple of years and coming back. But long story short, it just didn't work out. This, but I went out with this guy for off and on for four years. Yeah. I like to call him turd. Yeah. And he told me after, like we weren't going out anymore and it was never serious, but it was just like dating and having sex and having dinner. That's basically what we did. Yeah. So, um, uh, after we weren't together anymore, I used to pester him cause I used to sell industrial chemicals and I wanted him. He had oh, that's hot. What? Yeah, it actually was. That's a totally interesting story. But anyway, so I would try to pressure him to buy my products. And so we met, uh, in California, we met uh, at a coffee shop in the middle of the day. There was a whole bunch of women around. And so we're sitting there, and he keeps telling me, he's like, you know, and at this time he was married and had a kid. And so he's telling me that uh, you used to love me. You wanted to marry me, didn't you? And I was like, really, no. Uh, we didn't have that kind of relationship. And he, he kept pushing, and he kept pushing. And then finally, I could tell that he was frustrated because he just wanted me to, like, break down and go yes i loved you oh god so he looks at me and he says oh he looks at me and he says women over 40 lose their value and i'm like oh what the fuck and i repeated what he said like so all the women in the uh in the coffee shop could hear and they all look at him and they all glare and he puts his hands up in there and he's like don't blame the messenger and i mean this this is the guy i went out with who told me I, he says to me, "You have less money than the than the homeless man at the Seven Eleven." Oh, <laughs> wow! He this sounds, he sounds great. Sorry, that one got away. <laughs> yeah, he he and I didn't. Well, I mean, it was off and on, but it was mostly off. So I just like would go out with him because yeah. I wanted a date. But yeah, so then then there was uh, I went out with an artist for a little while, and oh, and then I went out with the angry man, and he was also long distance, but the angry man eventually screamed at me on the, we were on the phone, and he started screaming at me, like, in an abusive way, and I was like, that's it, I hung up, and I thought, you know what, at this point, I think it was like 2012, yeah. and I just thought, fuck it, I don't give a shit, I'm, at the time, I was 40-something, 43, whatever I was, and I just thought, I don't give a shit anymore, I, I, yeah. I don't care if I ever meet a man, and I wasn't upset about it, and I just, I was alone for about two and a half years, and then Bob and I were like I knew this was the Bob part. I knew yeah. this was the Bob. And then Bob Seska <laughs> appeared. Uh, I mean, he and I had like no, like known of each other because right. I, we, you know, we were Facebook friends, but we never talked. And then eventually the way that we met was because uh, I invited him to be in a, it was this Facebook group that was political and you know one thing i knew you, to, i knew you met in a nerd group i knew because you're both nerds. yes yeah. a nerd group. Yeah, and nerds. uh and then and then it was just all about the refrigerator okay <laughs> all right let's quickly because i know we almost have to wrap here but can i just tell you the first time i saw bob seska it was in hawaii yeah. it was in hawaii uh-huh. 
I was sitting by, <laughs> waiting by the pool in Hawaii, and he just appeared. Like, in, oh I God. think, and it was like a sunset. It was like a sunset. He appeared in a big like, Hawaiian like shirt, PI, right? looking like Magnum yeah. PI. I was like, "Holy fucking shit! That's the hottest man I've ever seen." <laughs> yeah, he's and, a nice looking guy. And he, but I gotta say, you're a lot. You're gorgeous and smart oh. and funny. And in my experience, men have a hard time with strong women that are a lot. You, I could not think of a more perfect couple yep. than you and Bob. Yeah. Bob is exactly yeah. the man that could handle. A woman like you. I mean, it really, he is smart and funny and just lovely and moral and, and oh. you know, but I, you know what I mean? And not threatened by a woman like you. That, that's right. got to yeah. be hard to that's, find. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, I, I feel like one of the things, we're kind of like the same person. I mean, he's got his nerd stuff and I got my stuff, but we are very similar and we have similar personalities. And like you said, he's, he, his mom told me, and I hope he doesn't get mad at me for this, but she said that, I think she said that he was kind-hearted. He was a kind-hearted man. And when I first met her, and he really is, he's, you know, I mean, he's a big, strong, buff guy. He looks and, like a super fucking picked off, pissed off bouncer, yeah. right? Yeah. He always looks pissed off in every <laughs> selfie. <laughs> he really pissed off with his resting, angry man face. Uh -huh. But, uh, no, but he's just, he's he is, he's just a sweetheart. And yeah. I, I appreciate the fact that he isn't intimidated by me because many yes. men have been intimidated. Yes, he's a big moosh. Bob says, because a big moosh. Ah. <laughs> oh my God. We know he's mushy, mushy. He's a mushy, mushy boy. He totally is. Can you just tell us this? Can you tell us the sex in the refrigerator story real quick? Because I, Bob was actually doing a spot about needing to find a part on Amazon. <laughs> for his refrigerator because he said uh, he and Kimberly broke it having sex in the refrigerator. So was it like a nine and a half weeks? What, what was happening exactly? Well, you know, I know this is not as sexy as you want, but it really just started because I have hot flashes. And so we just were like, where are we going to do it? Oh. <laughs> and it just turned out to be the refrigerator. That's hot to so me. That, that's it. <laughs> it's all about the hot flashes <laughs> you I, it literally is like when i don't know like wonder woman met superman you look like i can imagine a moment when you're like oh you are genetically engineered super hot, tall sexy smart funny super soldier like me we must we must conquer the world together we must save america together you are. And you then, are and you, we even we drive the same freaking car. Oh my god! <laughs> you're just, all right, now you disgust me. I, <laughs> no, so, I can't so take so any more happiness. Uh, <laughs> the podcast is start me up on Apple Podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. Fantastic yes. writer, author. Get her books. Get uh, uh, read her blogs. Follow yes. her on Twitter. Jody Hamilton <laughs> will be joining her next week on the podcast. Oh, yes. We're keeping it in the family. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Just yes. it's all a big orgy. Yeah, it's all a bit orgy. <laughs> Kimberly, I've loved you from afar for so long. Thanks for doing this. We had the AOC thing happened, and we, light bulb, we were like, angry agenda of manicide. Yes. Kimberly Johnson. Thank you for having me on. I love you, too. All, all right. right. <laughs> Mwah, we love you, Kimberly. Thanks, Kimberly. Happy, happy hour. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. <laughs>